Some people face a difficult situation, and their response is to become discouraged and even quit. I hope that's not you. Those difficulties you face in life might be an open door to a new area of ministry. Your focus should not be on the difficulty of your circumstances. Instead, you should be centered on being a faithful follower of Christ and a witness for Him. This lesson is called "When a Difficult Day Opened a New Door." Maybe you've been a Christian long enough to realize that that some of the most difficult times in life often give you the greatest opportunities to present your faith in Christ to other people. Well, as we sail back today into Acts chapter twenty-one, that's exactly what we find happening in the life of the Apostle Paul. He's been accused of of slandering Moses of desecrating the temple by bringing Gentiles into the inner courts. Of course, these charges were, were absolutely false. But the crowd in the temple believed them. And, and frankly, uh, people tend to believe bad news anyway, a lot faster than they believe good news. Roman soldiers were told uh, they're headquartered there in the fortress Antonia, which is adjacent to the temple. It overlooked the temple grounds. They were able to see this mob uh, gather and then start beating the Apostle Paul, and, and they rush into the temple courtyard, and they, they rescue Paul from this mob. Well, now as we pick up uh, this account, Paul is being led into the Roman fortress to be kept. He's going to be kept under lock and key, uh, so to speak. And, and, and about now, he asks the tribune, the Roman commander, this question here in verse 37, may I say something to you? Well, the commander is surprised because Paul asks him in the Greek language. He would thought that Paul was an Egyptian revolutionary. So he says to Paul here in verse 38, are you not the Egyptian then who recently stirred up a revolt and led the 4,000 men of the assassins out into the wilderness? Well, Josephus, the first century Jewish historian, informs us of an Egyptian Jew, a false prophet. He had gathered a a following. He planned to take Jerusalem by force. The Roman army was raised and, and crushed that revolt, but the Egyptian leader had escaped. Well, this Roman commander here thinks that he's just caught the rebel leader. But Paul responds fluently here in Greek, verse 39, I am a Jew from Tarsus in Cilicia, a citizen of no obscure city. I beg you, permit me to speak to the people. Well, the commander evidently agrees, and Paul turns and now speaks to the crowd from the steps of this Roman fortress. And let me tell you, Paul delivers a masterful defense of his actions and of his ministry. Now, beginning with a personal testimony here in chapter 22, Paul gives us a great example for giving our own testimony before people who, well, they might be angry, they might be uh, upset, they might be confused about Christ. The first thing Paul does is speak graciously. In fact, he, he speaks to the people now, not in Greek, but in their native Hebrew language. Verse 2 tells us that immediately this, this quiets the mob. The second thing uh, we observe here is that Paul shows them respect. Uh, 
Now, keep in mind, he's addressing people who've just been beating him up. But Paul calls them here in verse 1, probably while at the same time holding a bloody nose, brothers and fathers. You see, beloved, he's practicing a principle of Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 1, a soft answer turns away wrath. Well, the third thing he does here is he recognizes that the gospel cannot be forced upon people. It can only be offered. Nobody's ever argued into the kingdom of God. Well, Paul simply asks the people to listen to his defense, and they agree. So Paul begins by informing them that even though he's been accused of of trampling uh, on the law, he's actually a faithful Jew. Here in verse 3, he tells them that he was educated at the feet of Gamaliel according to the strict manner of the law of our fathers. Well, this would have been impressive because Gamaliel was a leading rabbi of this day. Well, Paul then does something rather amazing. He excuses their desire to kill him by saying to them here in verse 3 that uh, he was zealous for God as all of you are this day. They just tried to kill him, but Paul attributes their actions to zeal for God. He effectively says that he understands by declaring here in in verse 4, he says of himself, I persecuted this way to the death, binding and delivering to prison both men and women. In other words, I understand your zeal for God. Well, now Paul begins to share his conversion to Christ. He says here in verse 6, As I was on my way and drew near to Damascus about noon, a great light from heaven suddenly shone around me. And I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And I answered, Who are you, Lord? And he said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. Now, you might notice that Paul uses the term Lord, kurios, a title for God in reference to Jesus. And you can imagine how shocking this testimony is to this Jewish crowd. God, Jehovah, the Lord, is none other than Jesus of Nazareth. Paul goes on to talk of being blinded and then receiving back his his sight when a follower of Jesus named Ananias came to him. Ananias instructed him, Paul says here in verse 16, to rise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on his name. Now, some take verse 16 here to prove baptism is necessary for salvation. However, in the original language, this little phrase, wash away your sins, should be connected to calling on his name and not be baptized. In other words, according to the original construction, you could translate it more clearly, having called upon the Lord and your sins, having been washed away, arise and be baptized. Beloved, water baptism is simply the outward sign of the inward cleansing that has already taken place at your salvation. Now, beginning here in verse 17, Paul reveals something not mentioned anywhere else in Scripture. He says says that when he returned to Jerusalem, he was praying in the temple, and the Lord spoke to him in a vision, telling him to leave the city because his testimony would be rejected. Well, then Paul says here in verse 21, the Lord told him, go, 
for I will send you far away to the Gentiles. Oh my, when Paul mentions going to the Gentiles, well, that does it. Beloved, let me, let me tell you, eventually your testimony, your sharing of the gospel, it's going to hit a nerve. It's going to confront somebody's sin and their need for Savior. Well, here in verse 22, he certainly touched a nerve because this crowd erupts in anger. And they said, away with such a fellow from the earth, for he should not be allowed to live. The text here describes them shouting and throwing off their cloaks and flinging dust into the air. Now, although the Jews accepted proselytes or converts from among the Gentiles, they required these converts to adopt Jewish law and Jewish customs. They essentially became practicing Jews. But Paul is clearly indicating here that Gentiles have equal access to God as Jews. And that's like pouring gasoline on a fire. Well, the Roman commander, bless his heart, he doesn't know what to do. He's he assumes there's got to be more going on here for the mob to act like this with Paul. So verse 24 tells us the tribune, the commander, ordered Paul to be brought into the barracks, saying that he should be examined by flogging to find out why they were shouting against him like this. In other words, he's saying, look, we, we better torture Paul until he admits what he's really done to offend the Jewish people to such an extent. Well, just as Paul is about to be flogged, he reveals he's a Roman citizen. A Roman citizen could not be punished without being tried and convicted in a court of law. So, Paul is now questioned about his citizenship. He confirms here in verse 28 that he is actually a citizen by birth. Well, with that, the commander immediately withdraws any threat of punishment for Paul. Now, Let's step back for a moment and look at this scene again. What, what a day it's been for Paul. He's been falsely accused, attacked, beaten, and rejected. But can you see how this difficulty opened a door? It allowed him to speak to hundreds of people, if not several thousand Jews who'd come from all over that known world to celebrate Pentecost in Jerusalem. Paul was able to tell them that Jesus Christ is the God of heaven. Well, you might notice that there are no conversions here at this moment. There's only anger and rejection. And that's a good reminder for us that the measure of success in in serving the Lord and testifying for the Lord isn't the number of converts, but the faithfulness of the messenger to deliver the truth about who Jesus Christ really is. Well, until next time, beloved, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on this wisdom journey through the Bible. Stephen Davey is your Bible teacher. Stephen is the president of Wisdom International. He's also the founder and president of Shepherd's Theological Seminary. One of Stephen's passions is training and equipping men and women for service to God. That's what STS is all about. 
Shepherd Seminary is a fully accredited graduate school with a world-class faculty. Graduates are serving God in their churches and communities all over the world. Many of them are serving as pastors or on the staff of their church. Many more are volunteering in their church and are equipped to better serve because of the training they received. You don't have to leave your current job or relocate to take classes at Shepherd Seminary. All of the courses have an online option, so you can join with a class of students from wherever you are. If you want to study in person, the classes are offered here in Cary, North Carolina, in Laramie, Wyoming, and in Bryan, Texas. There are also clusters of students who gather together at local churches across the country to take online courses together. Learn more at wisdomonline.org forward slash STS. Then join us next time to continue your wisdom journey.